Hello and welcome to A's Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's and Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Susan Slusser, and today we have the first of a three-part series for A's Plus with Ed Sprague, the A's new farm director. In part one, Ed will talk to us about the top outfielders in the system and what to look for next. Coming up on A's Plus. Today on A's Plus, we have the A's new Director of Player Development, Ed Sprague. Uh, We're delighted that Ed could join us. He has just taken over from the legendary Keith Lippman. First of all, Ed, Ed, what is this like for you, uh, taking over from a man who has worked for the A's for 50 years, including almost 30 years as as the head of the farm system? (laughs) Well, I mean, definitely it's uh, a first change in a long time. Uh, I feel honored that uh, you know they're handing it over to me, and I also feel very fortunate that Lip's going to stick around in an advisory role and, uh, and learned a lot from him the last four years, as well as Greg Fuson. So having those guys uh, by my side is going to be very helpful. How would you overall um, say that the state of the A's farm system is right now? What do things look like in the A's farm system? Well, I think we're uh, we're a little bit in the middle. I mean, I think we're very good at top. Uh, you saw a lot of guys, you know, kind of like let's graduate to the big leagues a little bit this year, um, and then you know. The middle, I think we're a little sparse, and I think on the on the lower end, we're starting to get uh, pretty good. I think our, our Latin program, uh, the Dominican, is starting to produce some really good younger players. Um, so I think our younger guys are going there, and we got you know we got some really pretty good prospects uh, that are sprinkled throughout the system. But overall, I think, I think we're in a pretty good spot. That's great. Okay, well let's let's start off taking a look at the Arizona Fall League guys. Obviously, that's sort of the cream of the crop when it comes to to every team system. Sort of the upper level cream of the crop. Crop. Uh, starting off, I think maybe with Greg Diegman because uh, I don't think anybody's surprised that he's showing power in, in the Arizona Fall League. Uh, but he looks like he's really sort of starting to come into his own. What are you, what are your impressions of what he's been do- doing in the AFL? Yeah, I mean, I think he's doing what we kind of expected him to do when we took him, uh, I think, with our second pick a few years back. Uh, you know, power guy, big college program, SEC. And uh, he just was, he's been, you know, hampered by some injuries and really hasn't had the chance to uh, get uh, the at-bats that he's needed, um, you know, because of some wrist injuries and, and things like that. So that's been, it's been tough for him to make the adjustments. He's healthy now, so he's kind of now been able to make the adjustments. Uh, he's got Tommy Average there with him, so he's, Tommy knows his swing and they've been able to work together. So it's been good. Yeah, he's an outfielder. How, how, would, how would you rate him defensively? I would, I'd say he's average to, you know, slightly above. I mean, he's a good outfielder. Um, you know, I think I compared him to Austin Meadows type player uh, earlier. Um, you know, that's kind of what he could project out to be. Um, you know, Saul, he's got, a, he's got an average above average arm. You know, he runs pretty good. He's been able to play all three spots. I think he still projects as a corner guy, but uh, he could play uh, in the middle, kind of much like Canna has, you know, for us at the big league level. Um, well, maybe not a true center fielder, but, you know, he's got good instincts and, and can go get it a little bit. It looks like really one of the strengths of the system. When you look overall at the outfielders, um, there are a lot of good ones. How do you feel like you guys kind of shape up? And that's even, you know, with, with having traded Jameson Hanna, who is, uh, looks like he, he might have a pretty bright future himself. Yeah, I mean, he was a good one. Uh, obviously, you know, sometimes we're in a position where we develop guys, and that helps the big league club, you know, via trade. 
Um, I think that was the case uh, with him, you know. But uh, you look down, I mean, Bolt had, you know, got up there a little bit in big leagues. Um, Mark Payton, you know, obviously we rule fived him, and he had a fantastic year. He's a great uh, young hitter um, in Vegas last year. Um, still up Fowler. Um, and, you know, he's still working on his craft a little bit. And then you go down to Barrero, who's another 40-man guy who's, uh, unfortunately, he got hurt as well. And he's a dynamic player who can really run, uh, slashes the ball around the field. Probably not a true power guy, but um, very explosive with his legs, plays hard. So he's fun to watch. And then you when you get down to the Armenteros and the Becks that we've, you know, we've, had, we've talked about for a few years. Um, and, and they're kind of, uh, you know, coming on. Yeah, how would you say, um, we're talking about Lazarito Armenteros, who obviously was a pretty high-profile signing at the time. How would you say uh, his development is coming along? Well, you know, it's interesting, Lazarito. Obviously, he struck out a ton uh, in, in the Cal League, set a Cal League record, and so continuing to work on that. Uh, but he still was an above-average league player. I mean, I think his WRC Plus is a little bit over 100, even having that many strikeouts. He does walk. Uh, his outfield play is improving. Uh, dynamic with his legs um, you know his breaking ball recognition is probably the one thing but he's got you know raw power I think he had 17 home runs this year um, so it's there but there's definitely some refinement coming on but he still is young as well and so we kind of have to remember that even though we've had him for a few years yeah he's 20 he's I don't think he turns 21 until next May so um, that's actually be in the Cal League and um, be showing some promise uh, in the Cal 17 homers 61 RBIs in the in the Cal League, that's pretty good at the age of 20. Um, and what about Austin Beck? Obviously another very high-profile player. Yeah, similarly to Austin, you know, you, you look at his numbers and you think, oh, they're just kind of okay. But if you, you took away the fact of where we where we took him um, as a 20-year-old, you know, he, he was okay. You know, and he was, the power hasn't kind of come yet like we expected maybe uh, as a high school player. But, again, he's still a young player playing at a high level. Um, Cal League was a, a pitcher's league kind of this year as opposed to a typical uh, offensive league, which it has been in the past. And um, So Austin's come along. They both came to instructional league. I thought they made really good progress, uh, making some tweaks to their swings, um, really honing his strike zone. This guy's got a well above average bat speed, uh, elite bat speed, both of him and Laz do. So it's really getting them to understand, you know, the attack the pitches that they can handle um, and lay off, you know, the secondary stuff, you know, which is the pitcher stuff, which gets them to chase out of zone. How, how would you describe them defensively? Uh, Beck's probably got one of our strongest arms um, in the system and, and, and fairly accurate, you know, from a center field standpoint. I mean, uh, I thought Austin at some point would come off center, but he's he's played in well above average uh, defense in center field uh, with a with a plus arm. Um, Laz's defense has improved. His his arm strength is probably a little bit below average, um, but it, it it has improved. He's working hard on it. Now you mentioned Luis Barrera, who's obviously on the forty man roster, um, missed several months with a shoulder injury that required surgery. How's he doing? What's his outlook for next year? I think he should be healthy and ready to go. Um, you know, uh, I think he's he'll be good. It's non-throwing arm, but it was his lead shoulder, um, so it was right shoulder. He's left-handed hitter, and um, so he was having a good year. He disappointed, you know. I think he wanted to get healthy enough to you know play winter ball, but I think we're going to kind of hold him back. And he should be full, ready to go, um, come spring training. 
Uh, and then, of course, um, I think, you know, the A's fans certainly have seen Sky Bolt now, seen Dustin Fowler. Um, Dustin Fowler is obviously a guy I think that the A's had pegged as a, a somebody that would help them at the big league level um, consistently before now, but uh, he wasn't quite able to come back from that devastating knee injury uh, quite as sharp as, as I, I think he had hoped. How did he look to you? What, what sort of the future for would you say for Dustin Fowler? Yeah, again, I think he's another player that's still fairly young. Um, you know, kind of moved through systems quickly. Um, we got him. I think the injury set him back a little bit. He's dynamic. I think his legs are coming back. Uh, um, I think his his outfield play was a little tentative with with the knee coming back from that. But I think that seems to be uh, has overcome that. I think he's a guy that's got to learn to use his lower half and uh, his swing a little bit. Um, and when he does, he has the ability to drive the ball to all fields. Still had a pretty good year in AAA, and I think that uh, he's still on the radar. Obviously, being a left-handed hitter and have some speed, um, he's gonna he's gonna provide some value. So it's just I think he's just a couple tweaks away from being uh, a really good player. And Skybolt, um, obviously a very nice season, got off to a red hot start. Um, where where is he now in his development? Is he a guy who could help the big league team on a on a regular basis next year? The way he, you know, he's kind of one of those up and down guys this past season. Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously they ended up calling him back up uh, with the injury late during the um, end of the season there. But uh, you know, Scotty's another guy. He runs well. He's 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 got good power. Even though you know you wouldn't look at him and, and say he's a power looking guy physically, but. Um, another strong arm can play all three spots uh, can run a little bit switch hitter so he does provide uh, you know a lot of versatility for you know for the, for the big league club Mark Payton um, was very interesting a guy who was claimed off waivers a little on the older side uh, he's 27 uh, and he they, puts up monster numbers at, at Las Vegas I, I mean obviously it's a a ballpark that turned out to be kind of uh, maybe even more of a hitter's park than park than expected but still a really pretty impressive season for him. Yeah, he's a, he's a really good hitter. I mean, his power numbers may be inflated a little bit with the with the, the PCL and the ballpark, but he does have he does have some power. He's got he's got a little thump in there. And I'm not saying it's 31 homer thump, but he's uh, he's got some juice. Uh, he uses the whole field. He's a very fun player to watch. A little undersized, uh, but great approach to play. Knows what he's doing, and uh, he's he's going to be an interesting one. I think he's a guy that. Really kind of shocked all of us, I guess. If you just need to look at him, we weren't sure what we were going to get, expect, and uh, enter the like Scott Stein. We do this pick-to-click thing at the end of spring training, and Stein, he got to manage him a little bit when he first came down, and uh, he said, this guy Peyton's my pick-to-click, and he goes out and hits 31 homers, and it's, you know, whatever he hits, so... Yeah. I think he's going to win that contest. I think so. Yeah, it hit 334, 30 homers, 97 RBIs. And I just looked at, at undersized. Yeah, he's listed at 5'8", which usually typically means somebody's like actually an inch or two <laughs> smaller than they're listed. So uh, that's yeah. that's pretty cool. I would like to see him. So um, certainly hope we see him during the spring training, at least, if not more. Our thanks again to Ed Sprague for joining us on A's Plus. We will have part two of this interview coming up in coming days. Ed will talk to us about what to expect from the young A's infield prospects. Our producer today was G. Allen Johnson. Thanks for listening. A's Plus is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, please subscribe, tell a friend, or give us a review. Follow me on Twitter at Susan Slusser, or you can email me at sslusser at sfchronicle.com. 
Support A's Plus and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe.